This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, on the Rockstar Radio Network. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, top of the day to everyone, and welcome to another really informative uh, edition of your guide to book publishing. And I've been looking forward to having my guest since I got her book, which was called Upgrade to Free, the best free and low-cost online tools and apps. And I don't know about any of you, but there is a gazillion, gazillion gadgets out there. And how are you going to know which is the best to use or, or when you should use it or when you should just trash it and get rid of it? And when should you pay for something? Is there a better, less expensive, I was going to say cheap, less expensive, or is there just a freebie out there? And with all the smartphones out there, we are truly in an app world. So for for this session, we're going to spend time with Beth uh, Zeisness, who has really created a this slick little book, Upgrade to Free, the best free and low-cost online tools and apps. And we're going to talk about a lot around the whole area of authoring and books and what can we use maybe that might make us sing in, in marketing. Um, for our listeners, we have at AuthorU the uh, May extravaganza coming up, May 3rd through 5th. And we're bringing in Mary Barnett, who is the queen of mobile marketing. And so these apps that we're talking about that get used both on your, your mobile and as well as you can use in other areas really will be enhanced in there. So with that, I want to welcome Beth. Welcome to your guide to book publishing, Beth. Well, thank you very much for having me on. You are so welcome. Well, let's jump into this. So... Authors um, are literally OD'd with a lot that they do and, and how they put this all together and, and with their writing. And I know that you've got some ideas on some tools of the trade, some of, some of the, the best ad, apps and gadgets and all those widgets and doodads that will make their life a heck of a lot easier. So where do we start? Well, I would start really at, at focusing on the craft of writing. Let's start there because one of the things that frustrates authors and people who are trying to write professionally is that finding time to actually write is almost impossible with all the distractions. So let's start at a place where we can cut out some of the distractions. Okay, so that's send the kids to camp and <laughs> send your spouse with them and, and no one calls. What do we get to do here? Well, outside of just sitting in, uh, in your own driveway in your car and kind of hunkering down with your iPad, there are lots of different ways to really make some peace on your computer so that the noise goes away. Mm-hmm. One, of the, one of my favorite ones, and I always say every time I think of this tool, I think of Elmer Fudd saying, be very, very quiet. 
way <laughs> back in the day, I'm, uh, you know, I'm 43, so my first computer was a Commodore 64. And way back in the day, even before that, really, we had the black screen with the green blinking cursor. Remember that? Doesn't everyone remember that? Oh, no, they don't. <laughs> yes. Well, some people today might have never seen that, but it it was really just a blank slate for a computer. And there's a tool out there. There are a couple of three of them, but there's a tool out there I really like called Focus Writer, F-O-C-U-S-W-R-I-T-E-R, and it's a distraction-free writing tool. It allows you to completely and utterly Clear your screen so that things are not popping up, closing off. You don't have noises. You don't have sounds. You have a blank screen, and you can actually change the color. It doesn't have to be that dark with the green blinking light. But you can have complete silence. There's also uh, one online called darkcopy.com. And by the way, for your listeners, for our listeners today, I am happy to give uh, the upgrade to free quick reference guide that I have that has about Hmm. 75 or 80 of these tools. Of my okay. favorites that I'm going to be going over a few of them today. Great, that will be perfect. So we can make sure that they know how to to download that and get that and, and all that. Perfect. All right. So another distraction-free or, or distraction-quieting tool that I use is a, a very fun one. It's called Nutshell Mail. N U T S H E L L Mail dot com. And actually, Constant Contact, who is a very, very good email blast providers, they bought them out a couple years ago. And what Nutshell Mail does is it takes all of your social media outlets, puts them, puts everything that's going on into one email, which can be emailed to you at different times of day. So, for example, right now, you know, we have Twitter open, we have Facebook open. We as authors who are trying to publish and trying to market ourselves have all of these different channels open, sometimes for personal and sometimes for professional, but it's almost impossible to actually get real writing done when you have all these wonderful things happening in social media. So Nutshell Mail will allow you to conglomerate all those things into one email that is emailed to you once a day, once every two hours, however many times you want it. You can be grouped by your, like in Twitter if you have different groups, in Facebook if you have different groups. It can be delivered to you in the way you want it to be delivered so that you get the top ten tweets from each group or something. And then you can go from that email, rather than having to go into the individual social media sections, you go from that email and click immediately to answer people. So it kind of really manages your time and allows you to really get things done rather than going back and forth. So is, is this um, an app? I, mean, I have to tell you that we do the Author You uh, newsletter, our e-zine, I should call it, our e-zine because it's 30-plus pages every month. But we send that out through Constant Contacts, and I haven't seen anything about Nutshell Mail. They've never sent oh. me anything on Nutshell Mail. Well, that's kind of interesting. I actually keep running into the Constant Contact folks at different conferences. I speak at... Mm-hmm. Uh, association conferences all over the country. Uh, and it's interesting they haven't promoted it. I was a nutshell mail person before they were bought out. And when they were bought out by Constant Contact, that elevated them in my eyes, as making them a little bit more legitimate. I always kind of check for legitimacy before I before I give my information. It's kind of commitment phobic, you know, when it comes to... 
Okay, so what you have is a a form of a cyber assistant, not a you know different virtual a cyber assistant that organizes all your mail related entities and then delivers them to you when you tell it to. Is that correct? Yes. From okay. LinkedIn, now, from Twitter, uh-huh. and from Facebook. Okay. So what about Google Plus? I'm not sure if they've included Google Plus in there yet. Uh, I haven't gone back in there to change any of my settings. But it probably is something they're either doing or considering doing. All right, and then you've got the you know um, the, the P interest or whatever we call it, the the pin interest or this new oh. one that's hot to trot everywhere. Exactly. All right, is this um, the the nutshell mail? Is that does it do the management so you distribute out like a Hootsuite does, or is it just the recipient and then sending it to you? I am almost positive. The way I use it is for a kind of passive organization. Okay. I am the recipient. Rather than having to go out and seek these social media outlets, they come to me organized when I want them and where I want them rather than me being sporadic across the web. Okay, very cool. Now, the, the, the three that you've missed, Focus Writer, Dark Copy, and Nutshell Mail, are, these are all free or are they our low-cost category? They are all free. Fabulous. Okay. All right. What else is on your happy laundry list? Well, here's a little tip that I've learned as a writer. I was a copywriter for several years before I I went ahead and put out my own shingle as an author and a speaker. Mm-hmm. And as a copywriter, I found that I really needed to focus. So there are two tools that I have that really help me manage my time in terms of just the writing time again. One of them, believe it or not, is a timer. Now, that sounds kind of silly to have just a timer. You could use your iPhone. You can use an egg timer, whatever timer you want. I have one on my computer that was just a little freebie that I just put on there. And I, I put on 50 minutes, five zero minutes, and I tell myself, nothing is going to keep me from writing for these 50 minutes. Nothing. I cannot get up to go get another cup of coffee. I cannot answer a phone. Nothing is going to keep me. So just that little bit of a free little timer, or again, an egg timer from Target, wherever, keeps me a little bit more focused than I would be if I just sat here and said, okay, I've got to write something. And then the phone rings or whatever. So that, that really helps me because you can do almost anything for 50 minutes. But sometimes if you don't say, I'm going to devote that time, you can really get lost and distracted very easily. Mm. Okay. Well, that's it. And so you're talking about not doing an app, putting an app on our phone or our, on our computer or whatever. You're actually talking about going to get a real old-fashioned clock that you twist and turn. Well, the cool thing about this one is any kind of timer you want to use. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, iPhone, I have the iPhone, uh, the latest one, and I just tell Siri, the voice-activated um, personal assistant there, I say, please set a timer for 50 minutes, and it'll go off in 50 minutes. So there are all kinds of technical ways you can accomplish that. I actually, on my desktop, I have a tiny timer that I downloaded, but uh, the point is that you know you can get a timer from wherever you are just to keep you as an author focused on doing real writing for that time. Okay. All right. So, all right, moving along. So we've got timers. We've got uh, the, the managing of the outside noise coming in. Any other um, areas that would might be enhance us there? 
Well, the next tool that I'm going to talk about is one you absolutely need and you're going to hate. You Uh-oh. absolutely need this one. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's called um, Work Time, W-O-R-K-T-I-M-E, all uh-huh. one word. And it's from a company called Nestor Soft. And, again, this will be all on the quick reference guide, so we'll make sure that everybody has that. Okay. N-E-S-T-E-R-S-O-F-T, Nestor Soft. Okay. And what Work Time does is um, this one's a, a PC-based tool. There are other tools out there for uh, Mac and things like that. Okay. But it sits on my computer. All right. You know what? We're going to have to take a quick break here, but we'll come back, and we'll come back to Nestor Soft. Okay. Okay. I'm Judith Bryles. We'll be right back. <laughs> This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being good. If you already have a book out, You'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. the way you publish online. WaveCloud is a new form for authors to manage all their books' information in one place from start to finish, including pricing and listing summary. To learn more or sign up for email updates, visit wavecloud.com. Every picture tells a story. And it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for... Excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303 985 
4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, welcome back, and we're talking with Beth Zeesness, who is the author of a nifty little book called Upgraded Free, the best free and low-cost online uh, tools and apps. And what's very cool about this book is it just has a variety of things for both your computer and your smartphones, and some are going to be more designated towards a PC, others are going to be for a Mac, some can be for both, but Beth's going to uh, identify some of those, and she was talking about a, a app called the Work Time, and since I wasn't paying attention, my faux pas, um, that we, we got cut off, so I, I asked her, let's, let's start all over with Work Time, so Beth, let's, let's reintroduce it. Well, work time solves a problem that many of us have, and let me tell you that problem. You, you start off the day with such high hopes, and you sit down at your computer, and you, you have a list of to-dos, and you look at your computer, and it, all of a sudden it's 6 p.m., and you look at your to-do list, and nothing has been crossed off. In fact, the only thing you accomplished on your to-do list is to write your to-do list. And this happens all the time, and you sit there and you say, where did the time go? What in the world did I do all day? I was punching buttons. I was typing things. What happened to today? So work time solves that problem for you, but it's almost a shocker (laughs) to see how where your time goes. Mm -hmm. Work time sits on your computer, and it monitors every single second of time you spend and where. So if you are spending time and wasting time, I'm going to say it, looking at the new puppy's name for Kate Middleton, like I did the other day, it will tell you exactly how long you spent looking up that puppy's name. Quite a bit. What is, okay, I, I don't know what it is. What is it? Uh, I think it's a loop. Lupo, I think it's something like that. Lupo. But I was so disgusted my, with myself that I looked it up. That I'm like, oh my gosh. I okay, so let's let's save thing. all our listeners time. What's Lupo stand for? Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, like okay. I said, I was so embarrassed, <laughs> and now everybody's <laughs> going to look it up. <laughs> okay, so it, um, what it does is this is uh, the 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 mother in the room keeping track of where you're kissing off time. Absolutely, uh, and it, okay. it's so enlightening to help those of us who are working at, on our own, even those of us who are working in an office, to let us know what's going on. If you've got a, a project and someone says, oh, why don't you just knock that off, it'll be an easy thing, and you're working on it and working on it and you realize how much more time you're spending on this than you, than you thought you could, 
you should and your other person thought you should, you can really justify and say, look, this is actually how much time this project takes because it gets that specific. The difference between this and some other types of time management tools mm -hmm. is that this one runs without you having to push a button and say, I'm working. Well, how, so it knows when you shift around, but let's say, I, I mean, I'm thinking for myself because I work on multiple projects during the day with different clients in my book shepherding side. And uh, is there something that you have to put a, a code in to say you've switched from, for example, we finished a book today called Your Dog's Golden Years, and it will go to the printer tomorrow. And, uh, or, or hopefully, I'm waiting for my print bids to come in, but we're ready to send it to the printer. Or we've signed it all off. So um, how many hours went into that versus another book we're working on called The Adrenal Fatigue Syndrome? How's it going to know when I shift? It monitors the active windows. So ah. you, can, you can guide it a, a couple of ways. It's not how many windows you have open, and it's not saying, you know, you had this document open for seven hours. Sometimes I open a document for seven hours and never even really look at it because I get distracted with other things. Uh -huh. So it doesn't count that time. It just counts the time that you're actively working. And you can also look at it. Let's say you're talking about the retriever and you're popping back and forth to dog sites, just mm -hmm. for example. Um, you can look at that time range and see that whole breakdown rather than just say, okay, I was in this document for four minutes you actually spent an hour and a half because you were surfing the web and getting information for that four minutes that you were on that document. You can mm -hmm. look at it a couple of ways, but it's fantastic for project management, for yeah. individual um, tasking, and for really understanding where you spend slash waste your time. If you are a Twitter person, you will be surprised at how much time you actually spend actively in Twitter sometimes. Mm -hmm. or Facebook, or where email is such a time waster when you just get in there and start answering or checking things out. And this will really help you focus and understand where your time goes, All right. no matter All right, so if you're a sole entrepreneur or in an office. Got it. So, Beth, let, let me just get clear. You know, I'll get clarity here that I'm, um, I'm a multitasker. I've always been. I have multiple windows open. So if, if I'm not active in a window, for example, I'll leave Hootsuite open if I need to jump in and do something or if I'm looking for something. And, and I may not look at it for six, seven hours and it goes to sleep. So this will know if I'm ignoring it totally, why I'm actively involved in another folder or file on my computer. Absolutely. At the end of the day, you could look at your reporting, and it'll say, okay, in Hootsuite, you actually spent a total of 23 minutes. You had it open for 12 hours, because how many of us work an eight-hour day when we're working as an author or an entrepreneur? <laughs> no, yesterday I did a 21-hour day. <laughs> exactly. So you had it open for 21 hours or 12 hours or whatever, but you actually physically were doing things in it for 23 minutes. It'll show you that. Perfect. I, I'm going to get this app. This now, is great. Um, this app is actually, it costs money. It's 29 something, 29 right. and change. Is that and a one-time buy? Yes, it's a one-time buy. I bought okay. it um, many years ago, and it just works. There are several different tools out there that 
are these kind of time management tools, but every time, I mean, work time just sits there working <laughs> every time, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's so easy to to track my time. Well, this is terrific information. All right, what's up? What what do you have in your bag of tricks coming up? Well, let's talk about how authors and writers and uh, people who are working for themselves as a freelancer. Mm-hmm. How they organize themselves. This is such a critical tool. Okay. And Great. I've got Excellent. a couple of tools that are, are fantastic for helping people keep track of their notes. Uh, we went back to the uh, Commodore 64 computer. Let's go back a little bit further <laughs> to the Manila envelope, you know, the Manila folder. I have some. That you, yeah, I know. We all have some still. But remember the one that sat on your desk that had a project in it? And every time you came across something, you'd shove a piece of paper in there or whatever, and that was your project, and that was your notebook? I, I write books that way. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. The electronic version of that kind of folder is the first electronic version, really, of that kind of folder is a product called Microsoft OneNote. And Microsoft OneNote is one of those programs you actually get when you buy a big old Microsoft Office suite of products mm-hmm. and you buy the big one. You get okay. Microsoft OneNote, and most people don't know what to do with it and don't use it. it it's actually a fantastic tool because what it does is allows you to pretty much throw notes in these multiple virtual manila folders and all kinds of notes, pictures, snippets from the web, um, files, that kind of thing. And you just kind of toss them in there. Now, right. that product but- as a standalone is $79. Mm-hmm. So an equivalent to that product, which is just fantastic, is called Evernote, E-V-E-R-N-O-T-E. And I would bet that some of our listeners have heard of it. Okay. Evernote is fantastic because it's free. It allows you to kind of keep those virtual manila folders, organize them. The cool thing is they're synchronized, they're stored. Here we go, I'm using my quotation marks in the air, in the cloud because the cloud has been around for a long time. We've been using somebody else's storage on a, on a computer out there in the Internet for a long time. But now, you know, when we talk about the cloud, it sounds sometimes a little mysterious. But it's just it's stored there rather than on your hard drive. Mm-hmm. And the, the Evernote folders are accessible from anybody's computer at any time. You can use your iPhone. You can use your Android. You can use Twitter. Anything you want to to toss things in these virtual folders for free from anywhere you are. How do, you, you always wonder on these free things, Beth, we, and we, we have about 30 seconds before we go to our next break, but h- how do they get money? I mean, how are they getting paid to offer well, these incredible right. deals? There are four ways, uh, four main categories of people who offer free things, and I'd love to um, go into all of them once we perhaps get back from the break. Well, that would be perfect because I think it's important for people to understand. It's 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 not a it's, this is not a philanthropic enterprise. People do have to make a living and pay their bills. But this Evernote sounds terrific, and one of the key things is it's got to get in electronic form to get there. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
So this is Judith Riles. You're listening to your guide to book publishing, and we've got a great show with my guest, Beth, and we're talking about free apps and low-cost apps. We'll be right back, and we're going to have Bill Van Orstel. your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Do you need postcards that make a statement? How about business cards, flyers, brochures, or NCR forms? TuVets is the solution for all your printing needs. Providing services specially designed for authors, we deliver exceptional quality colored printing. Most important of all, we specialize in reducing your printing costs. No more waiting. No more standing in lines at your local printer. Online proofing. With our pricing tools calculator, you can get instant quotes on all your printing products, as well as shipping rates all over the United States. Just a few clicks of the mouse and you're on the way to discovering how easy and convenient online color printing should be. Contact our friendly, human, account representatives. We recognize that you want answers, not voice prompts. Visit our website at www.tu-vets.com or call 1-800-894-8977. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward.
Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, as always, at the bottom of the hour, we like to include one of our sponsors, and we're thrilled to have WaveCloud with us, and with us is their Chief Marketing Officer, Bill Van Orsdale, who, who they're in the process there, and I would include encourage you all to go to wavecloud.com and sign up and get on their email list, and they're just, you know, beginning to build uh, their their service and operation is going to be game changing, connecting authors as well as readers together. And Bill, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on, and then you have a hot tip for our listeners. Sure, I'd say the the great news about WaveCloud.com is that we've picked an official launch date. It's out yeah. a little farther than I would have liked, but uh, June fifth at Book Expo uh, Blogger World uh, is when we'll do our official hard launch of the site. We're very excited. We're looking for authors to give us feedback on uh, the beta version of our site as we start to bring it up. So anyone that's interested could go to info at wavecloud.com, send me a quick email, and I'll respond personally. Great. Okay. And and our hot tip we're going to have today? So, yeah. Yeah. So I was speaking with a, a debut author last week about her new book, and she was asking my advice about publication timing. And, and in the course of the conversation, I asked her what genre her book fit into. And she paused for a moment. She said, I'm not sure. Oh. Her answer got me thinking about how important it is for authors to know about how books are classified, presented, and sold by booksellers. Mm -hmm. Really, that's that's sort of the end of the chain. And you've got to understand how important genre tagging is to your success. Um, I think one of the biggest obstacles to author success is obscurity. Can readers find you as an author? Can readers find your book? And the counter to obscurity is discoverability. Mm-hmm. And, and that's you know, what do you do to improve discoverability for yourself as an author and for your books? Well, there are many ways to do it, but I want to focus on one in particular, and that's genre tagging. Genre tagging is important. It's the basis of where your book is shelved in bookstores, where it is listed in ebook stores, it also plays a very important role in your efforts to appear on bestseller or top selling lists. And of course, here's the good news about genre tagging. You as the author get to select your genre. In fact, you can often select several genres as long as they apply to your book. And you know, it's sort of up to your judgment. Where do you do this? Typically you do it during the setup of your book, either maybe in the print-on-demand system or the ebook distribution system that you've decided to use. But at some point, someone is going to ask you what genre your book fits into. But this is where it gets tricky. In the, in the U.S. genre category list, as published by the Book Industry Study Group, or the BISG, there are 3,822 different genres. I, I, until I sort of looked at the list, I had no idea there were that many possible slots for my book to fit into as an author. There are 52 primary genres, you know, genres like juvenile fiction, history, humor, fiction, religion, etc. There are 1,482 second-level subgenres. So, for example, within the fiction genre, 
You've got Christian fiction or coming-of-age fiction or science fiction or fantasy or romance, etc. There's In the third level, there's another 1,200-odd um, levels of, of categorization. And to increase the discoverability of your book and avoid obscurity, you want to select the correct genre and, if your work matches the attributes, consider selecting another genre or two. I'll give you an example. If my book was a good match, I might select fiction, science fiction general as my primary genre, and I might also select fiction, romance, science fiction as my secondary genre, and also I'd select fiction, romance, time travel. Mm, wonderful. <laughs> you know, if, if I had a book that was a romance, uh, science fiction with time travel, it fits in all three genres. Perfect. Tagging and my yeah, and tagging my book with all three of those genres in the metadata increases the chances that a new reader will find my work. That's exactly right, because I know, Bill, in uh, of those 52 primaries, that uh, publishing will be under references. Well, when someone's looking for a book about publishing, are they thinking about going to references? No, they want to find publishing. That's why you have to keep drilling down and give more words to help those people who place books and and as for the e world as well as the brick and mortar world? Oh, exactly. And you know this. So this always then the, the follow up question I usually get is, well, where can I find a list of the three thousand eight hundred and twenty two genre definitions? <laughs> and and you know how do I figure out which one my book fits into? Well, in the future, you know, come visit wavecloud.com. We'll compile a real good resource that will help authors do that. But until then. I have three websites that I think would be okay. helpful. Quickly. The first one is cubon.com, and it's spelled kind of funny, C-U-E-B-O-N.com. You get there, you go to the middle of the page, and you click on literary fiction genres. So that would give okay. you a good list of fiction ones. Okay. Then, of course, the resource we all love, Wikipedia. You go to wikipedia.com and search under list of literary genres, that will take you to a page where you've got lots of branching off um, genre descriptions. It's a, it's a very, very good site. Then there's one other that I really like. It's a little more specialized, and it gets a little bit into sort of the, what are the rules or the typical, maybe even page count inside of given genres, and that's lindarohrbough.com. And that's linda, R-O-H-R-B-O-U-G-H.com. Click on Articles, the Articles tab on her website, and scroll down to the bottom, almost to the bottom, and there's an article in there called The Genre Hurdle. And she'll describe some genres, typical page counts, another very interesting and good resource to help you understand you know, where, what kind of primary and secondary genres do I want to tag my book with. Excellent. And actually, it's good to be those secondary and, and, and the third genres that are going to make your book, not the primary, because you get yeah, into it. It, it, could, it could very well be the case. I've spoken to many authors who said, for example, you know, I, I, my primary genre was thrillers and my second, uh, secondary genre was uh, corporate espionage. And although I never made it into the top 100 list for thrillers, mm -hmm. I actually started to work my way up the top 100 list of corporate espionage fiction books. And, um, you know, that helps propel my sales along. Absolutely. Um, it, yep. Great so, information, so, Bill. Yep. yep. And if you, didn't, if you didn't catch any of those, you're welcome email me at info at wavecloud.com and I'll personally respond with all this information for you. 
Perfect. And I'll, I'll put that out as well. So thank you. Heal, get well, and good information. Thank you. Fantastic. Thanks. All, all right. So um, there you go. Did you add that to your list, Beth? <laughs> More information? Uh, absolutely. Great resources. Oh, yeah. All right. So we were uh, talking about Evernote. Um, when we took our break. Anything to add on to what a great resource it sounds like? Well, one of the things you asked before we took the break was Mm -hmm. why would somebody do free tools? Why would people do free tools? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I'm going to speak very quickly on these, but there are kind of four things that I found. They fall in four categories. The first one is really the very honest to goodness deliverer of information. You get somebody who says, gosh, I developed this tool. This is a cool tool. I'm just going to give it to people. And one of the examples of that is a place called Wordle, W-O-R-D-L-E.com, which is so much fun to play with, or it might be Wordle.net. So much fun to play with. It's a, a place where you can create graphics from words. But the guy who runs that is not making money off of it. He created it and he shared it. He may get some money from ad revenue, but for the most part, it's pretty much just a free thing, and he asks people to just, you know, let them play with it. So that's kind of one group of people. Another group of people are people with bad intent. That's what I call them. And Hmm. I don't get caught by a lot of people with bad intent, but they're the ones who want to get onto your computer and do horrible things with it and to you and with you and all kinds of stuff. The best way I know to not get in with people of bad intent is to be very careful to always Google a tool if you find it. You say, oh, this is pretty cool. Google it and find out if anybody's yelled about it because usually um, if there is a problem, people will have talked about it on forums or all kinds of things. And check it out on CNET or ZDNet. Both of those places have downloads of hundreds of free tools and they usually have um, a screening of whether they're, they're good people or bad people. Okay. The, the next major category of people who give these kind of things away are communities of coders who got together. In probably 2002, 2003, there was a great kind of revolution in the coding area where all – remember Microsoft used to be known for being very protective and proprietary about its code and nobody else could kind of do that software, and there were some fights and things like that. Well, in 2003 or so, there was kind of a revolution, and people got together and said, we shall share code. We shall form communities and just give things away. And that's very true. People still do that. A tool called Audacity, A-U-D-A-S-I-C-I-T-Y, and I may have misspelled it, is a fantastic audio editor. It's free because it's maintained by a community. The tool I talked about, Focuswriter, is free and it's maintained by a community. And it's always updated and people get together and are on the community. All right. So I can't believe it. We're at commercial break again. But when we come back, you've got, I think, one more to tell us, one more group after this. And then I want to get into some of the graphics design and things that you know about that are freebies out there. All right? This is Judith Bryles. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Writing and reading are moving to the cloud. WaveCloud represents a whole new community for writers and readers to connect, 
communicate, evaluate, and share. Writers hone their craft and build their business. Readers build their favorites. Sign up for updates at wavecloud.com. shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems, you want solutions. Dr. Judith Browse will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Browse is the book shepherd if you want to create a book with no regrets. Give her a call today, 303 303- 885-2207. That's 303-885-2207. Or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Woo, this is clipping by fast and just a ton of good information from both my guests, both Beth, who is the author, Beth Ziesness, who is the author of the best free, upgrade to free, the best free and low-cost online tools and apps, and then um, Bill Van Orsdale from WaveCloud, who really gave some good information about authors understanding their genres and using the right thing to identify them so everybody else in the world can find you and discover you and buy you. So Beth and I were talking about the um, why, why do people do a lot of these apps for free, and we went through a couple of them, and I think we had one more to go. Is that right, Beth? 
Absolutely. And the last category is the one we're probably most familiar with, which is people who give away something for free in hopes that you will buy the stuff that you need to pay for. And that's the majority of the tools that uh, are coming out of the book and that I use every day. So Evernote, which I mentioned, has a professional version, but it also has ads and is supported other ways. And a lot of these companies, that's how they make their living, is um, they have a subscription model and a free model. So it's like a tease. They give you a tease, and you can do very elementary, very basic, but if you really want to get into it, you're going to have to pop for a few dollars. That right? Well, here's the deal: the the very a lot of times it's not very elementary and it's not very basic. It's really got some amazing features okay. for the free level. And for those of us who only occasionally need a uh, little audio editing, we were talking about Audacity, which is free, is fine. So you don't have to buy the big stuff because a lot of these things that you can use are free. And and it just it's your occasional use because you're mainly an author and you just need a little help every once in a while or a little extra piece. Perfect. Okay, so in this last segment, I would love to have you talk a little bit about creating some awesome graphics because uh, you mentioned that, that there are really some apps out there that will, you know, rock your socks. Oh, gosh, this is actually the most fun I have is is seeing all the graphic kind of producers out there. And let me talk about one of my favorite ones first. It's called Dafont.com, D-A-F-O-N-T.com, and I love the name. And what Dafont.com is is a list. It's a, a conglomeration of thousands, thousands of free fonts that you can use for personal and professional use, thousands. And the cool thing about it is you can go on there and have Let's say you want to brand um, a new series you have. Uh, you're going to be talking to your audience. You're an author. You've got uh, people who are very excited about talking to you, and you, you develop this little program. Well, you can go on there with just the title of your program and put it in as a sample and then see all these samples of fonts that you can use. There's one out there called Chicken Butt. I am dying to see someone. I talk about chicken butt all the time. I have yet to see chicken butt used in anybody's marketing material. But if you do use chicken butt, please write me at beth at askbethz.com and send me a sample of your chicken butt graphic because that is fantastic. And, it, and it's D-A-F-O-N-T dot com. Dafont dot com, exactly. How cool is this? Okay, so what else in the graphics world? Oh, oh, let me oh, tell you what? about... Oh, oh, my producer just sent me an email. He uses it. Woo-hoo, yay. <laughs> it's, it's so much fun uh, to play around with and to use. Um, one of the things that I found that actually falls into a different category, and I want to talk about this a little bit, is sometimes we as entrepreneurs, we as authors, we as professionals take on too much. We think we should be able to put up our own website, edit our own audio, do our own graphics, and everything else. And the truth is we need to focus sometimes on the things we do best, which we hope is writing, and let people who, um, like uh, our producer here today, who Mm -hmm. has multiple talents in reviewing audio, helping out with all kinds of stuff, he's got the talent. Let him do something that will take him five minutes rather than you trying to 
edit audio and it'll take you five hours. You could do it, but yeah, I don't, when there I are experts do that. out there. That's, yeah, I don't want to do that. But now that I know that Wayne does all that. <laughs> exactly. And I'll be calling Wayne. But the cool <laughs> thing is there are a couple of sites out there that I adore that allow you to find experts who can do these things. The most, the the biggest one that I like is elance.com, E-L-A-N-C-E.com, and it's a network of freelancers, and, you know, some of these authors who are also copywriters or wanting to do writing for other people can get on there as well and put up their services, but it allows you to set up a project. Let's say you need a new website. You go and tell them, I need a new website, I know exactly what I want, or I don't know anything about what I want. You describe the whole thing. You set your budget, you set your timeline, and then people come in and bid on it. You can check out their references. This is like Craigslist on steroids because we've all had freelancer flakeout where we give somebody some money to do something and then they poof, do half of it and disappear. And they just flake out. With your money, with your money. With your money, with your time, and then you got to start all over again and you just get exhausted just (laughs) worrying about it. So that's Elance. But let me tell you about Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Now, Wayne has already established himself as an expert in doing audio and uh, editing and things like that. But on Fiverr, you can find people who will edit your audio, a short piece, for five bucks. Mm -hmm. It's a whole community of people who do all kinds of things, not those kind of things. Stop thinking that. All kinds of things for five bucks. I took $100 and I went to Fiverr and I, I took my logo and I gave it to a whole bunch of people who animate logos. And I got the most interesting, most fun, you can see them all on um, TV on YouTube, all these fun iterations of my logo like becoming bronzed and looking like a closed door in a horror movie and dancing in with waves with um, colored smoke and all kinds of crazy things for five bucks a pop. So if you need an intro to a video, you could do that. If you needed audio um, edited, if you needed help with a logo, help with your website, there are all kinds of people who give you advice. Again, you can check out their recommendations. You can look at what other people have said about them. You're paying five bucks, so you can't expect everything to be incredible. Yeah. But it's a fun resource. Yeah, and also I think it would be a heck of a resource to use, especially I love the idea. I actually wrote it down, intro to video, because you can get ideas. You've got you've got so many people out there who can bounce it in. I mean, it's like having a focus group for quarters. Very cool. Absolutely. It's it's fantastic and it's fun. And you're dealing with all kinds of people. I had people do a caricature of me. I had people Um, work on my logo. I had people write the name of my website in froth in cappuccino on a coffee cup. I mean, it's just hilarious. Oh, that's that's fun. You know, actually, I've just got an email from one of our listeners saying that they've already downloaded your book on Kindle. Is that cool? Oh, (laughs) wonderful, (laughs) wonderful. I I appreciate that. Thanks. You're the one. Yeah, that was from Gary. Okay, so um, any other graphics one that you would suggest? Well, one of the things that I I think people forget is that sometimes they need stock photography or stock graphics or things Uh like that. And you can search the web for free, go on Google and search the web and just steal some stuff from everywhere. Or you could go to a a place like 
iStockphoto.com. Right. And it's a whole bunch of freelancers, again, who offer their graphics, who offer their pictures for a very reasonable cost. And if you're doing your own marketing and things, you could buy very high-quality, very good-looking photos and mm-hmm. graphics to use in your own marketing, royalty-free. In, in certain cases, there are some limitations, like you can't make a T-shirt out of them and things like that and sell it. But it's a fantastic way to get a higher-quality graphic than just going to the web and Googling and stealing somebody else's. Yeah, and it, 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 let's talk about ethics, but that's a whole other conversation. Right. Beth, you've got so much information um, to give out. Maybe we've got one more minute here. Is there? How about something for just getting low-cost tech help? Oh gosh, well let me tell you about um, uh, let me tell you about what is it? Twelve Force, T W E L P F O R C E. Twelve Force on Twitter. It's hard to say. Twelve Force on Twitter, these are the best buy geeks, right? The Geek Squad? These are okay. the best buy guys who are on Twitter, and they are standing by literally to answer your tech questions. So you tweet ah. out to them, hey, I've got this problem. One of them will take you kind of offline from the main Twelve Force account, uh-huh. and it will be some guy in a store. And he will say, he will ask you a few questions. I was having a problem with my iPhone sending out email when I first, first got it way back in the day. And uh-huh. technical problems annoy me because I feel like I should be able to figure them out because I'm your nerdy best friend, right? That's who I am. So when I have one, it makes me angry. So I finally tweeted to them after two weeks of cussing at the phone, which actually did not help. So I tweeted to them and I said, hey, here's what's happening. They asked me two or three questions, and within five minutes, they sent me a link to my own provider's complete directions on how to fix the problem. And fabulous. Like, That's fabulous. Oh, With that, I've got to close off. We are going to have you back for sure. We will do oh, another right. whole show. Maybe we just need to make the favorite. We need to do this as a routine feature on our show. That'd be great. Thank you for being with us. Well, thank you. All right, this is Judith Bryles. You're listening to your guide to book publishing. Next week, it's all about the author platform. We're going to come back and revisit it. Have a great day. Take care, and here's to publishing. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles.